Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone. Welcome to Pardon Intermission. This is Eric. And I'm Jason. How are you guys doing? Glad to have you guys back with us. Hope you are going to enjoy this uh, newest edition of Pardon the Intermission. And I uh, guarantee... Oh, go ahead. Now, see, you cut me off this time. <laughs> are you getting me back for when I cut you no, off? No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, we really, Sorry about to, that. we really need to work on that, or on our timing, I, I swear. Know, I know. Sorry about that, folks. But yeah, I, what I was going to say before I was unrudely interrupted by <laughs> Eric here is that we think you're really going to like this edition of Pardon the Intermission because we've kind of mixed things up a little bit. Last couple of weeks, I know we focused a lot on Disney and Netflix and while we'll still touch on maybe a couple of those subjects we're also going to talk about some things that we haven't spoken about in a while true true very true but I thought yeah. uh, you sure we weren't going to talk about you came in here with a Millennium Falcon shirt and I thought for I sure did. we're going to talk about yes I'm probably wearing <laughs> that's it. a very cool shirt by the way it I'm is. jealous I, I love this shirt it's a cor- <laughs> obviously the Millennium Falcon is a Corellian ship and so yeah it has a for those of you who obviously because we're not televised it's a red shirt with a, a blueprint layout of the Millennium Falcon and yeah. it just kind of gives it tells you where the lasers are yeah or the, the lasers and the cockpit is and like you know what like Corellian model CT100 or something whatever it's called so yeah just why did, I love it did you want to like veer off I think uh, I want it, here? but I want a different color I'd take it in maybe black maybe blue maybe a navy blue uh, see I think it's only made in red is it oh so you man can only get this shirt in red but you can get like a Death Star shirt very similar to this one in black nah I don't so want may, Death you know, Star Death Star I don't blame nah. you it's I already a, have a Death Star shirt as a matter of fact oh you do yeah I haven't seen it it's a black one and it's kind of got like purple and orange in it okay yeah because it has like the the X-Wing fighters like flying by and I think a, a Y-Wing fighter flying by the Death Star. Oh, how cool. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Thank like you for it. joining us for this week's Pardon the Intermission, folks. <laughs> Thank so you for, that's for fashion. Right. This, is, this is fashion week at Pardon the Intermission. We're going to talk sorry. about all our cool t-shirts. That's right. Back on topic, back on topic. No, but hey, yeah, we do have a great show. Hey, we're going to talk today. We're going to bring up the question here about mm-hmm. uh, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, the Oscar nominations came out. Yes, last week, as a matter of and fact. And Top Gun is nominated, right, for Best Picture? It is. Top Gun is one of eight films, I believe, that have been nominated for a Best Picture Academy Award this year. And uh, I think it was uh, Variety, had, Variety the, Magazine. Uh, yeah. had the article. And mm-hmm. uh, the article read, 2022 Oscar nominations. Is Top yes. Gun worthy of a Best Picture nomination? Okay, yes. That is my ultimate question for this movie. Mm. And so I I read the article and I saw the nominees and I said to myself, okay, all of... First of all, I haven't seen like seven of the eight movies or however many are nominated. Does anybody on ever? There. I don't know. To be honest, I don't think so. Yeah, I never have. But at any rate, that's not the point. What I'm, what we're trying to talk about here. What I'm trying to talk about is after seeing Top Gun on that list of Best Picture nominees, giving everyone else the benefit of the doubt because I haven't seen all of them. Although I did watch one of the other ones last night, which we'll talk about much later on. But at any rate, I got to thinking, Eric. You know, yeah, this was a very fun film. This was a very, very cool movie. The effects were awesome. The performances mm. were awesome. Yeah. But is this movie really worthy of a Best Picture Academy Award? Mm. And what constitutes a movie being nominated for Best Picture? Is it Best Effects only? Is it Best Performances and Effects only? Is it Best whatever? 
And only the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences knows what the requirements are for a movie to be nominated for Best Picture. But I started to think, and I was a little bit more in depth. I remember when Black Panther came out. Okay. And Black Panther was nominated for... Uh, was not nominated for a Best Picture Academy Award, and I stress the word not. Now you're talking about the original Black Panther? The original Panther? Black Panther okay. with Chadwick Boseman, yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I, the reason I'm making this comparison is because there was a big stink that was made mm. about Black Panther not being nominated for Best Picture. Okay. And I came away, having seen that movie, enjoying it immensely, but saying to myself, you know what, it was a fun film, but I don't think it should have been nominated. Yeah. And was it? For the people who were crying and screaming and griping that it should have been nominated, were they doing it because it just had, and please, folks, do not misinterpret what I'm saying here, because it had an all-black cast? Mm. Or do they really think it should have been well, nominated for Best Picture? And, and I don't think you're out of, out of balance saying that, because I remember the uh, Oscars were just chided uh around yes. that time because they said they weren't diverse enough that they didn't have yes. enough diverse uh, movies yes. and, and actors and yes. being nominated for those things. So Yeah, and so now why I'm comparing it to Top Gun is because having seen Top Gun, you know, I, I just said to myself, this was a really fun film, but is it worthy of being nominated? And is it being nominated because it made billions of dollars at the box office because the hype was really big and because Lady Gaga sang the Oscar-nominated theme song to it? In other words, like Black Panther, is the hype really worth the award consideration? Mm. And as much as I love Top Gun, Eric, I'm going to have to say that it does not deserve a Best Picture Oscar. If it wins, great. Okay. But I don't think it even deserves a nomination. What do you think? I don't know. You've seen it. Well, I'm going to... On this one, I'm going to totally disagree with you. Holy schmoly. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> All right. Let me hear your explanation. And to be honest, I'm going to flesh this out here because um, I haven't really thought about why I would put it in that category, to be honest with you. So I'm going to kind of flesh it out okay. here. Let's see, hey. let's, let's see if I can get, get the points that were coming to mind when you were talking, if I can sure. hit mm-hmm. everything again. Yeah. Okay, first off, I'm going to say that, that first of all, this was a, this was a movie that, that was it with the timing. Mm-hmm. Part of it was the timing, so that's one factor because it came out. It's kind of coming out of the pandemic, yeah. And there's a lot of movies that we're playing. This was the one that hit a chord with everyone. It's kind of like uh, the mm-hmm. Star Wars in 1977 that came out. Okay, you know we talked about Star Wars before and how like you know it, it was because it was the perfect timing, mm-hmm. uh, the economy, just the mood of the right. country. There was a lot of stuff going on. This film came out and it just struck a chord with everyone. I mean, not everybody, but I mean, obviously. You know, it, it, it created huge swaths of fans because it yeah. struck a chord with a, with a majority, a lot of people. Okay. You know, and hit the right chord. Okay. I think Top Gun did that also because it was just the right type of movie at the right time to hit. You know, people were kind of just feeling down and, and out and because of the pandemic and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and movies in, in a sense were maybe on their way out, the movie theater, the experience. And somehow this, this brought all that back in. I mean, it did it with nostalgia, it did it with... With you know, I mean, the script is is a script Academy Award winning, maybe not necessarily. Yeah, but you know, it just hit all the right notes for the time. So okay, so the first one would be the timing of it. Mm-hmm. I would say, secondly, um, you know, uh, I, I think you know, action. I think action. I think it, it's the type of action that it is. I think that action has gotten crazy with. Uh, um, 
with all the CGI and stuff. Okay, I'll agree with you on that. Yes. And, and I think that people are just so used to seeing this over the top, you know, like Marvel, you know, all these superheroes flying into buildings and not a scratch on them and all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff happening, CGI stuff, aliens, all this stuff, that I think to actually see, you know, real stunts in a real world setting mm-hmm. kind of also brought people back mm-hmm. to a reality that maybe okay. they had forgotten or maybe to a lot of people it was a new experience to them. A lot of these young kids okay. haven't seen a lot of movies movies in that genre with without cgi added okay so i think maybe that 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 was you know so i think yes i think that um i i also think you know as far as just being you know uh in our country i think it just gave everybody a good feeling for once about our country and our armed services again Mm kind of like um uh you know there's a lot of stuff that that think about this um you know like coming out like in in 77 star wars you know you had the vietnam experience was was winding down it wasn't a good feeling yeah we kind of had the same thing happen recently with that afghanistan pullout and you know there's just a lot of a lot of negativity towards the services i think not necessarily the service members but i think just the idea of it and that movie you know once again kind of brought a a a, I don't know, a morality, a, a, a being okay. proud of your country in that way again, hmm. you know? Okay, interesting. Um, that maybe, we, you know, we do stand for something that, you know, that it's right and just and, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, okay. Okay, so all that's just good feelings. Yes, I know. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think the writing was particularly bad. I don't think it was t- particularly great. I mean, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to hold up as far as that. Uh, as far as see anything else, I think that's really about it. I'm trying. That's what I'm saying. I'm kind of fleshing this out on the air here, folks. Sorry, but you know, I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to pull my thoughts together in it. I do think that it is, and because, and here's all the other thing. Because of the pool of movies. Oh, th- this is the other point I was going to make. Yes. Because of the pool of movies, you know, I, I think a lot of times the Oscars. I'll have to go back and check the histories of the Oscars. But you know, the Oscars a lot were just movies that had moved people that were popular, were important for 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 reasons. But I think. Yeah. A majority of the people, audiences saw it. These days you have movies that are nominated, just what we talked about in the beginning. Nobody sees these movies, mm-hmm. right? No, <clears throat> Nobody, you know, I mean, I, I don't even know, like you said, I don't even know half the movies that are that are nominated. What what the heck? Now, mm-hmm. I can go and purposely see them so I know what they are, Yeah. but it's not a movie like that. Top Gun, though, is a movie that everybody saw. So it's a movie that everybody can relate to, and now in the Oscars it brings it back down to a more kind of normal award ceremony rather than feeling that, well, you're not good enough because you didn't watch that, you know, this movie, you know, that nobody saw anyway, you know, yeah. but we gave it an award. We think it's so wonderful. Well, no, I think it, it kind of pulls it down to, to, to the everyday man saying, you know what, you know, here's a movie you liked and, 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 and here's a movie that should be there because you liked it, it was popular, made it at the box office, you know, it was at the right time. It was just hit all the right, right chords, right? Okay. So that that's why I think that yes, it does belong there. I think the the Academy Awards, especially after was it last year the slap heard around the world. Oh yes, with the uh, the Will Smith and Chris yes. Rock uh, slap on stage. Yeah, there. yes, I I, I mm-hmm. think I think they need to get back to to people. You know what I mean? To real people and and what what really resonates with them as far as as movies. You know this whole kind of and I'm, what I'm saying is that you know they just had this mm-hmm. bad kind of declining reputation. I know I'm kind of droning on here, but they had really this bad rep- ratings. They had this bad reputation. They have low ratings over years because of that, because people can't relate to it. I think you okay. know. Interesting. And and I think the other thing too is I think people are tired of hearing you know 
political statements every time they turn around. It goes back, like I said, with sports is the same way. Yep. They want to exactly. see a show. And so I think, anyway, this is a movie that connected with people. I think it does deserve to be there. I think if it does win, I think it'll be great. I know a lot of people are going to are gonna poo-poo it. But, you know, yeah. I, I really think that it deserves to be there. And to be honest, I think it deserves to win because I think that it, for a lot of people, it touched us all. Mm-hmm. It was a great movie. And it was one that we can all relate to. And why not? Why not? You know, why not do that rather than have some movie about some some you know I don't know something that I have no idea. You know. <laughs> well, uh, no, obviously you don't. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh no. Well, but, but I'm sure there are going to be a lot of good movies. Now you talked about yes. another one, and, and we we won't we'll, we'll hit a review on it. Um, I haven't watched it yet. You said you just recently saw it, but that all uh, um, all quiet on the western front. All quiet on the western front. It's a remake. Yes. Now it's it's a Netflix though, right? It was was it released in theaters or? Um, to the best of my knowledge, it was released in theaters on a limited engagement, and then it was uh, so it came out in uh, on Netflix and in theaters at the same time. Okay, so it's kind of like the Knives Out deal, the like Onion, the Glass out. Onion. Yeah, so it, it was released limitedly in theaters, and then it went on. They both ran simultaneously Netflix. on on Netflix and in theaters, but it had a limited engagement in the theaters, and okay. then just stayed up on Netflix. Okay, see, I, but, so I'll have so. to watch that. And, um, I mean, the original. Yeah, so the original was made way back in, I think, the I want to say the 40s. But for those of you who don't know, it's based on the novel by Eric Maria Remarque. It's a novel about World War One, mm. And, um, the, you know, aside from Top Gun Maverick, that's the only other movie that was nominated for a Best Picture Oscar that I've seen among the field of nominees. Yeah. You know, but see, but like, see, with me, I guess the reason why it's tough for me to accept Top Gun Maverick as a Best Picture Oscar winner okay. is because I'm kind of a bit of a film snob uh, when it comes to the Oscars. Oh yes, I'm one okay. of those. I'll admit it. I'm used to watching great films like Chinatown and Platoon. Mm. And, I mean, movies that have really deep stories and really deep meanings. And I, even though you you presented some very valid points about why you think Top Gun deserves yes. that nomination, I still see it as an over, like a really well done action film. Mm-hmm. A really well done action film, and very rarely in the history of the Oscars have well made action films been nominated for Best Picture for an Academy Award. But with that being said, does that mean that it doesn't deserve to be nominated? That's not what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is I just don't agree with it being nominated for Best Picture because again, like I just said, I still look at it as a really well done action film. Yeah, you know. And well, see, well here, here's the thing too, though. You just mentioned, uh, would you say Chinatown, and what was the other one you mentioned? Chinatown with. Jack Nicholson. Uh, what was pl- the other one you mentioned? Platoon. Platoon, the movie about And those the are Vietnam movies, conflict. though, that, that for the majority, most yeah. everybody watched. I mean, those are movies that people went and saw, yeah. right, in the theaters. These other yep. movies that are nominated, I mean, we'll, we'll go through a list. We'll do, we'll do another most show where we go through a list. digitally. Yeah. yeah, most of them. Well, the other thing, too, is like we say, how many people have, have, have really watched these, you know? And that that's the other thing. You know, and... Yeah. and you know, and unfortunately, you know, that it is interesting because that's going to be the, the climate now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have movies that stream. Are they considered, do they have to run in the theater? Are they considered to be nominated if they don't hit the theater and they go to streaming? That's been one mm. of the big stinks over the last couple of years. In fact, Steven Spielberg himself a couple of years ago came out and said, okay, do films that run entirely on platforms like Netflix and Amazon Prime really deserve to be nominated for Academy Awards because they're not made the old-fashioned traditional way, or I'm sorry, 
they are made the old-fashioned traditional way. They're, but not, they're distributed not distributed the old-fashioned yeah. traditional way. Thank you for correcting me, Jason. So um, <laughs> you had to go back and correct myself there. So yes, Steven Spielberg even came out and called out Netflix and even the Academy saying, look, these films aren't distributed like they were back in the day when Columbia and Warners and Universal would distribute them. So yeah. um, that I see the point in that, but... Um, again, that brings up a whole nother argument for a whole nother day that we can devote on another show. But, um, what, what movie, that's the other thing though. See, I mean like what movie in all honesty and mm-hmm. has had the impact in the box office, if you're going to go off of that, yes. has had the impacts in the box office that Top Gun did when it came out. Titanic. Think, no, but I'm talking about for 2022. I was going to say for 20. Oh, for 2022? Yeah. Uh, box office? Nothing. None. Nothing. Top, Top Gun blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. Nothing. So, I mean, right there, and, and I, I know it was a limited field, but, you know, it's kind of like, well, if that gets in by default because it was a limited field, so be it. I mean, you know, if, if they didn't put out good movies, what are we going to do? Maybe that's going to be a good sign to Hollywood if, if they, like, you're talking about the snobbery, right? If, if people are yep. pissed about Top Gun, and if it does win, I doubt it's going to win. But if it does win, mm-hmm. but if they're pissed about it being in there, then guess what, Hollywood? Go out there and make movies yeah. that people want to go see at the quality and not remakes. Yeah. And and I'm sorry, but not like, you know, we don't need another, you know, 50, we'll talk about that in a minute. We don't need another 50 uh, superhero movies. Right. Why don't you put out there just a good good movie with a good story? Let's yeah. get back to that. Cheers. I cheer I cheer that. You know. I cheer that. Cuz uh, I think that's what's lacking. I mentioned a movie a, f- a few minutes ago that's one of my favorite classic films of all time and that's Chinatown. Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway, yeah. uh, the great John Huston is in it. Chinatown is still regarded by many around as one of the greatest well-written scripted movies ever made. And so that's the type of creativity that has been lacking, quality screenplays. And that's why, again, you just alluded to movies like Top Gun continue to go back and kind of reinvent the wheels, so to speak, because Hollywood's trying to find a way to put some zest into an industry that's been down for the last three or four years, partially due to COVID. Yeah, you know, you know, so. what? I'm I'm gonna challenge myself. I wanna I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna go th- through the list, and I'm gonna try yeah. to watch at least a I'll, majority of these movies. Me too. I've already seen All and, Quiet on the Western Front, so I marked okay, that, that off. The that list. one's gone, and and yeah. and uh, and I need to watch that one. And the yeah. thing is, too, I mean, hey, maybe I'll eat crow on that. Maybe I'll say, you know what? I'll come back and say I was wrong. I was wrong. You know, those other movies are great. You know, yes. and all this other <laughs> stuff. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna challenge myself, but. Uh, but yeah, I think I think they do have a quality problem. I still do. But okay. Anyway, hey, uh, we're gonna move on. Speaking of streaming and Netflix, oh let's, wow, <laughs> we can't. We got to do a show oh with God. at least one story about it, right? What Come is on. The old, what is the old saying, Eric? You literally yeah. can't write this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Hollywood's looking for the next script for another movie, this Netflix debacle is right I, in their I lap. Think that, yeah, I think this is it. It wrote itself, <laughs> right? You know, right. We're, we're part of it right now. Yes, talking about yeah. it, it's, you know. Um, anyway, why don't you go uh, tell us a little yeah. bit, Jason, about yeah. what is going on with yes. Netflix password sharing. Absolutely. Okay, so you folks know, based on previous uh, episodes of Pardon the Intermission, that we've spoken at length, ad nauseum almost, about Netflix coming down with these new rules about password sharing. Apparently, this all stems mostly from COVID, because when all of us were trapped inside our homes, or, I'm sorry, forced inside our homes, <laughs> um, we did nothing but just sit back and stream movies. And a lot of families and a lot of friends were sharing passwords because they all didn't want to shell out for Bowdry and start paying for a separate Netflix uh, subscriptions. Well, anyway, yeah. 
Netflix was all fine and cool with that during the pandemic. Well, lo and behold, now that we've returned to some semblance of normal life, Netflix has had a little change of heart. So anyway, I found an interesting article on comicbook.com. Now, you can question the validity of this platform much later. But anyway, it's a recent article came out on February 3rd where it states... Actually, that was today. Hello. I found this today, folks. Netflix <laughs> walk has decided to walk back their password sharing rules after a lot of subscribers basically went up the hill and cried wolf about these rules so now you know that netflix again has they previously announced that they were going to tighten down their grip on password sharing well now what's happened is um again a number of subscribers have come out and said no 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 no, no we don't like this so what happened is uh, Netflix has walked back specifics of its upcoming measures to combat password sharing, according to comicbook.com, mm. removing the info from their official websites as of Wednesday, February 1st. Now, the info detailed new rules that would block, and listen to this very closely, folks, because this might affect you and us. The info detailed new rules that would block devices used outside, outside being the operative word there, of the home of the primary Netflix user, unless... They verify their access on a monthly basis. The proposal was met with uh, nearly universal disapproval from subscribers, again, according to comicbook.com, many of whom outline multiple living situations in which this isn't a plausible uh, rule, and it's not a fair rule, and that this new policy would not be feasible. Now, according to a statement from a Netflix spokesperson, these new rules are only in place in certain countries countries, mind you, and any potential changes would be communicated to subscribers before they actually occur. Wow, yeah. what a mess. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, what so apparently mess. what happened, right, is that basically, mm-hmm. in a nutshell, there there was another article from Collider that basically said, right, that they yes. ended up sharing, sharing these password rules on their website, yes. but it was kind of premature. They were going to try to use these in other countries first to try it before they, they brought it to the U.S., yes. and then people were freaking out, and this whole that's why this whole thing came up. Yes. You know, the, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, really, I don't... Couple of things. One, I don't, I don't blame them. I mean, you know, listen. They had, like we talked about before, we've mentioned that they had, um, you know, they they had their um, uh, biggest success when the pandemic hit because everybody was yep. staying at home. All the yep. streamers did, and you know, people could didn't spend money on anything else because they couldn't go out, so they just exactly. had all these services. Disney Plus, they got. You know, we did that. You know, yep. oh, yeah, we'll buy yes, Disney we Plus. Did. We'll get Netflix. We'll get all these services because we'll we can. Everybody yeah, else. so we can just have stuff to watch because we're yeah. at home. I mean, that's what. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, things started opening up. People go out. They need. You know, money's getting a little tight uh, mm-hmm. these days too, and uh, so people are are, are uh, uh, kind of. What do you want to say? Uh, um, uh, not as uh, free with their money as far as subscription service goes. People the, are tightening their their wallet a little bit, especially right? in this country where inflation Tightened rates. Pocketbook. Yeah, inflation rates are still very high, and quite frankly, we need to spend money more on food and gas and bills than we do on the entertainment that we enjoy. So you know, I don't blame. And going back to what I was saying originally, I don't blame them for doing this. And I know people are yeah. upset because they kind of got one over on the system, right? Come on, let's be <laughs> honest, much. right? I mean, you know, Pretty listen, much. if you can, you can have that and everybody's yep. using your, your one password, you know, because yep. we talked about, I mean, you know, HBO Max already does this. I can't, mm-hmm. uh, if, if you use, if you try to use like a VPN, you know, and, and hide your, your, your location yeah. uh, for safety reasons, well, <laughs> HBO will say, sorry, you can't get in here because it looks like you're somewhere else than where you should be. Right. <laughs> so it, this is already happening anyway with other services. I, I think people yes. are just, you know, they thought they could put one over on or they're getting one, you know, freebie on Netflix. 
And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. They, they're a business too, like anybody else. Which, I don't, yeah. I don't fault them at all for doing this. Um, <clears throat> you know, they do have an ad subscription service now. If people want to pay less, the problem with that is that mm-hmm. not all their content, we talked about this in a previous podcast, not yes. all their content is going to be on that because mm-hmm. they have to get licensing from these different, uh, the studios. Yeah. These different studios to, to run ads on there. It's yep. crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, people are going to be upset. I understand. But, you know, this is really is, you know, you guys, people know they were kind of taking advantage of it. And right? you know what, Come Eric, on now. if you recall on a, a few episodes ago on Pardon the Intermission, we actually talked about how Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, stepped down right around the time that Netflix's third or fourth quarter shares had dropped by precipit had dropped precipitously. Mm-hmm. And so this story that I just mentioned is kind of sandwiched in between Reed Hastings stepping down and the announcement that fourth oh I'm sorry, fourth quarter shares did not drop, folks. They actually went well, no, up. Well oh, no yeah they did they no you're up. right. You're right. You're right. They went they up went a little up. bit. Yeah yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I find that this story gets sandwiched in between the news about Reed Hastings stepping down, fourth quarter earnings going up. And so you have a lot of moving parts. Yeah. With, with this story and that makes it so confusing and so complicated to follow because now we're just like saying okay wait are things good for Netflix or are things bad for Netflix are they good for the consumer i.e. us or are they going to get worse and with Netflix trying to clamp down on password sharing does this also mean that we're going to see more uh, subscription hikes in the near in the not too distant future here well maybe you know the um like you said, you know, it was it was it was great during the pandemic for these services, yeah. but you yeah. know, now they have to get real with it and and mm-hmm. it's just like with the cell phone companies. You know, there's there's a limited amount of subscribers you can have and they're and they're right. going to and, and it's going to flow around, you know. There's going to be shows on Disney Plus you want to see so you subscribe to that, then when yeah. that's over, you cancel, you go to the next. And yep. that's just the way it's going to be. It's going to be a big turnover rate. Um, some people will stick around. Some people will just stay with whatever streamer they have, but I think, yeah, yeah, there'll there'll be a turnover right now. It's not as, uh, uh, plentiful as it once was. Right. Um, the other thing too, you know, a lot of people were upset too, because they think, well, what happens if I go travel? You know, that's the big thing. Well, if Mm -hmm. I go travel, you know, why can't, I can't use it out. Well, yes, you can. They give you a code that's good for like seven days and you can use on other devices that's away from your home your home uh, IP address. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, because they are tracking you. And then people are upset too. Well, they're tracking me every movement. Well, but yeah, but, you know, the point also was made in the article that they're doing that anyway because they're they're uh, uh, basically uh, tapering content for you, right? So they already yes. track you as to what you're watching yep. and everything else. So that's why they throw up, you know, they try to throw up movies that are like what you're watching. Yes, it's called an algorithm, folks. There you go, algorithm. The algor- Thank you. The algorithm is designed to basically track your viewing habits. So, for example, if you're going to watch a lot of action movies on Netflix... The algorithm will identify the movies that you're watching, and it will systematically and randomly pick out action movies that haven't been watched on Netflix a lot, and they'll just populate them into your feed. You know, when you first click onto Netflix and you see Eric... You you recently watched Suggested. you yeah you recently watched this yeah. we suggest you watch this that's yeah. called an algorithm folks they're identifying your viewing habits it's yeah. used in marketing elsewhere by other companies and it's now all well, everybody is Net- yeah everybody's tracking you these days yeah. so oh, yeah they're already and by the way on that little password that you were just talking about or the yeah. code yeah before any of you out there think about getting smart and cute this is going to be just one. Sp- single code that's identifiable to just one person and one user. So in other words, you can't get the code and then subsequently share the same code with other people so well, they no. can steal that code. Yeah, because if they see that you're 
you know, somewhere else, and then you're also at home watching it logged right. on. You right. know, they're like, wait. I mean, the computer obviously is going to figure it out. Yeah. I'm like, wait Party's a minute. Party's over, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of these things right. don't belong. That's right, pal. Um, Turn out the lights. The so party's over. I, I don't blame him at all. Um, I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, it's a long time coming. Um, yeah. I know I know it's kind of... Here's the other thing, too. It hasn't happened yet. Not yet. Not yet. They're going to they're gonna post it. They said they will They will give uh, a, uh, a notice out to everyone, subscribers, when this does happen in the U.S. Yes. So not yet in the U.S. So you guys can still enjoy it. You can run amok. Give if, your passwords out to everyone. If they're Have test, fun. If they're testing it in Russia first, I hope every Russian loses out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. I, right. I don't mean that. I'm just joking. But anyway, we have we only have a couple minutes left. I don't yeah. know if we can talk about this story in a couple minutes, but let's try. We'll, we'll go a little bit over if we need to, but I think it's a very important story. Yeah. James Gunn. Oh. has put out his uh james gunn and what, what's i'm sorry what's the other guy's name uh peter uh peter saffron 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 that's name. right yeah peter saffron and james gonna put out their plan for the dc universe oh um, my god okay and uh, what yeah. okay what 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 do you think Jason? oh jesus Come on. eric i read know. okay first of all i have to correct myself I don't said, hi- and let me let me tell you right now don't hide it you don't have to hide your feelings <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I thought... I'm teasing. Okay. We already know. I can tell by his voice. I thought they were going to make this reveal at Comic-Con in July. Really? How wrong I was. Uh-oh. Okay, and you know, I'm kind of glad they didn't because they literally would have been pelted on stage with eggs and tomatoes mm. and lettuce. Okay, so James Gunn, as you all are aware, as we've told you on part of the intermission before, James Gunn is the head, the new head of DC Studios, which means he's responsible for all the films that are coming out since they announced that DCEU has been completely scrapped. So the movies that have come out up till now have come out, but any sequels planned for those movies that we are accustomed to, like Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, forget about that. They're gone. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. So yeah, James Gunn earlier this week revealed the new DC Studios slate with new Superman, Batman, Swamp Thing films, and a lot more. What Eric, when I was looking at this rundown of pro, of films that they have coming out, this was exactly what I was afraid of, to one extent. Okay, Mm. I said we were going to get some more origin films and lo and behold, we're going to get some more origin films kind of, but just a little bit differently. For example, one of the films that he has and that's coming out first actually is going to be called Superman Legacy. Another film coming out is going to be called The Brave and the Bold, which is a story about Batman and his son, Uh, Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne. I didn't know he had a son. Yes. In future Batman comic books, he actually does. Uh, there's also Swamp Thing, who is a, a popular DC character, but still kind of not as well known amongst the those who've maybe just read it once or twice or whatever. So a Swamp yeah. Thing movie is coming out. I didn't realize he was a DC then, character, to be honest. Yeah, Swamp Thing was a DC yeah. character. And then there's another movie out called The Authority. And then in addition, Eric, to add insult to injury here, they've also announced that on HBO Max, there's going to be shows like uh, Lanterns, Creature Commandos, Booster Gold, Waller and Paradise Lost. Now you said, did you hear that, folks? That was my phone dropping in protest. I cannot. You almost fainted. Tell you how irate I am at this lineup. You have got to be kidding me. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're pretty upset. Well, I, yes. Okay, so th- those other shows you mentioned too, those are going to be probably TV shows and some yes. and some comic uh, series. Yes. So we're going to have well, it seems about a half and half mix of cinematic movies and uh, mini series or yeah series on HBO. Kind of like what Max. they're doing with Star Wars right now. Right. Kind of like what they're doing with Star Wars. Except Star. I mean, except Star Wars doesn't have necessarily any movies on you know nope. ready to be made. But I mean, now they're doing a lot of TV series and then they've done a lot of the uh, animated series. Yep. I. You know what? I don't have a lot of faith in this. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't either. Th- this is a two big thumbs down in my estimation. Well, you know, I, I don't know why he didn't. He didn't. I don't know why he didn't propel off. You know, I mean, listen, Gal Gadot and I think Henry Cavill. I mean, they were I, they, Ben Affleck to me. He, they could get rid of him. But I mean, the, right, those other right. two, I mean, they, they could have propelled them. Yep. Um, you know, kept them around for a little bit. Let them kind of be the anchor, the foundation and then build yeah. off that. You know, and then maybe take it somewhere. Now, I know in here they said this is a 10-year plan, but uh, I don't know. I, I think, first off, we talked about it before. I think people have seen it. superhero fatigue right now. Yes. They have major superhero fatigue. And yes. I think DC people, I think people in general, and I think especially DC fans, are tired of seeing these origin stories. Mm-hmm. We're done with the, let's Let's move on to something else. Yep. We're done seeing origin stories and you know the, the thing about this lineup that's unique is that this is purely to draw in the younger crowd and by the younger crowd i mean like the kids that were born circa 2008 2010 mm. who are now getting past adolescence and entering into teenage years because a lot of these stories are based off of comic books that have been released by dc within the last 15 to 20 okay. years so this is purely to to cajole the younger audience forget about those of us so, so they're trying to capture an audience that will stick with them around for 10 years that's exactly and, and that's so it, it's a marketing ploy that it's a marketing ploy yes but here's the risk that they're running okay you i understand you're trying to draw in the younger audience mm-hmm. but there's also the gen xers out there who still grew up with these comic books just like i did that want to see this stuff there's still other audience and moviegoers out there that are going to want to see this as well this may not rub off so well on them well and so that younger audience isn't a highly representative demographic of the older audience that still likes all of this source material but but that younger audience is going to get ezra miller as the flash they're not getting rid of him if he's not in prison for <laughs> raping some other girl oh my so god whatever he's allegedly, been allegedly, with, allegedly 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 yeah or or dropping a mickey in her drink allegedly allegedly but but the point i'm getting at here eric is that to me this just seems like this has disaster written all over yeah. it, and I feel like James Gunn is just rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Well, here we go. Here. Now I know, I know, uh, I'm, I'm going to mix uh, superheroes and best picture uh, that we talked about earlier. But I mean, l- yes. look at Top Gun, right? Okay, Top Gun. That's the other thing too. You, it was able to pull in an audience, a nostalgic audience, right? That watched yes. the original show. Plus, yes. it was able to pull in a new audience too, who had, who had nothing to, you know, didn't know. Maybe they saw the movie. Maybe they didn't. You know, they didn't know anything about. The, yes. If if they would have done that, see, that's what DC needs to do. They need to have people they can bring in the nostalgia, get the Gen Xers in with some nostalgia. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you know okay. introduce newer characters, and then go ahead. You can do some of these stories that are you know that are from. Uh, um, mm-hmm. 
the uh, what'd you say from two thousand eight to now or whatever? Yeah, like between two thousand five until now. Okay, roughly, okay, yeah. And then they can introduce some of those stories into it and then kind of mix it up, you know, yeah. in the universe. That way you get you get a mix of people. This, yeah, I don't think you're gonna you're gonna pull any Gen Xers with this one. You know, like for example, the the lanterns lanterns, which is gonna be based off the Green Lantern comics, which were some of my favorite comic books as a kid, is going to be DC's version of True Detective. Mm. I have no idea what that is. Are you... Well, okay. Green Lantern is basically an intergalactic space force is what they are. Okay. Intergalactic space detectives. So they're going to be detectives. Okay. So, okay, but... Okay, true crime. Okay, that you can see why I feel like this is just well, going. and and all this uh, amid the they're not now they're not pulling out the Batman movie uh, with uh, Robert Pattinson with no. Robert Pattinson correct. So that, it, they're going to be two separate Batmans here. Yeah, that's oh, very and, good point. And that's the other thing too. It's like wait a minute, I don't you know people are going to be like you know people that don't know a lot about all these origin stories are going to be like wait a minute, why is Batman here and then Batman's got a kid over here and yep. what the heck's going on you know? Yep, and then the the Batman. Two, which will feature Robert Pattinson reprising his role as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, is not again. I stress it's not going to be part of James Gunn's. No, it's lineup. not. It's a whole separate. It's a whole. It's still going to stay. It's a whole, whole separate, separate thing, entity. Yeah, and it's not part of this new DC. Thank goodness, uh, because thank it actually goodness. was was a pretty. It was decent, a quality bought Batman yeah. film. Yes, it was. And that, and we talked about this before, and I'm going to hit on it again. You know, I think Gal Gadot was was a great Wonder Woman, and they mm-hmm. they they really you know dropped the ball on the story element of that yep. yeah i definitely. think henry cavill was was really i mean he he was superman he he was and they same thing there you know they just kind of gave him these crap stories and didn't really flesh out that character yep. and 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 really anyway but so they're they're making huge mistakes here i i think i'm, I'm sorry but it, it this isn't this isn't going to do it this is no. not going to be the marvel of 20 you know 2023 and going forward this is right. not going to be the kevin feige Marvel's right. universe. Sorry, this isn't. This is, yeah. And the only two films that will be left of the DCEU, the old DCEU, is the Aquaman sequel, Aquaman Atlantis, and then... The Are full, they still doing that? That's co- still coming They're out. They're still releasing that it's one? It's still going to be released. So, and don't forget, we have The Flash, the Flash. which is coming out uh, this summer. Well, now they have Shazam, but I guess this is going to be his last go around. Shazam: too. Fury of Gods will be yes. It's that our, one it's, comes it's, out too. Yeah, is it already? Get, it's already getting released, right? It's go, it's getting released. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you have Shazam, you have Aquaman, and then you have the Flash, which are still part of the DCEU. But after those three films, no more Wonder Woman films, no more Man of Steel films. Yeah. Uh, no more. Batman and as far as we know, Affleck, Jason Momoa is probably going to be gone. Now, they might keep Ezra Miller, apparently. Jason Momoa will be gone because I think he is going to play a Marvel character called, um, uh, not Cable, but he's going to be playing is a Is it called character- Fishman? Is no, it- not <laughs> Fishman. No. Uh, I forgot what. Oh, it's, it's he's going to be playing a character called Lobo. That's oh, what okay. it is. So he's going to so go So he's going to be under do contract doing Contract with something else, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, Eric, this is just real. It's such a discombobulated mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, just, I, I and mean. It's not, and it's not getting any better. I don't think James no. Gunn's a savior or Peter no. Saffron. Yeah. It's not going to get any better. So yeah, this is know. not good. Now's the time just to get, get out of the show right now. We can <laughs> see. It, it may. Now, it may. You know, we may come back five years later and say, hey, you know what? It's not too bad. You know, you're they, right. He we did a great job. We could be eating crow big time on this. But until then, they don't get the benefit of the doubt. Sorry, DC. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Oh, well, <laughs> that's yeah. our cue. Thank that's God. That's our cue, folks. Well, hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, as always, please review the show and subscribe. 
And don't forget to tell your friends about us, your neighbors, your loved ones, your dogs, your cats, your fish. And don't forget to download the show. Give us a review. It really helps out. Yes. Buy your Millennium Falcon t-shirts. Red uh, only. Red not only. Not in other colors. They're on sale today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, take care. Uh, we'll see you on the next show. Peace out, everyone. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.